welcome to this uh, new episode of the one on one questions of AI. For once, I'm uh, presenting the episode, and Michelle uh, is going to help me. Is going to help me uh, going through the topic of uh, uh, today's episode. We're talking about uh, books, and we're talking about AI non-fictional books. So, Michelle, can you help me uh, finding? Uh, uh, good recommendations for uh, this summer. So what shall I bring to uh, the beach this summer? Any particular suggestions? Okay. So in preparation for the summer, I also did some research on this. We have three books that Luca and I are going to read, and we will see if we like them. But they're at the very top of the list. So the first one is called Genius Makers. So Goodreads has a rating of it of 4.28 out of 5, which is pretty high. Right? Pretty good, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty good, no? So it's written by this um, New York Times journalist that's based in Silicon Valley. So it was published very recently, last year, 2021. And the focus is that he looks into the human perspective behind artificial intelligence. So through the lies of like Jeff Hinton. So this is one of the godfathers of AI and other major players. So basically what it does, it explains the story of how the modern field of artificial intelligence came to be. So it's a nice historical book-ish that gives you a time frame of how AI has reached from the past and now to our modern times. Oh, cool. I think, um, yeah, I think I'm going to certainly buy it and uh, probably read it. Uh, what about the second one? I see here a note. It's called What Computers Still Can't Do. And it's, uh, yeah, quite dated, right? It was published in uh, 1972 uh, by a, f um, a guy called Herbert Dreyfus. Um, mm -hmm. It rings a bell, but I don't remember, you know, who this guy is. Do you remember? Shall we Google it? We can. But I'm pretty sure he's pretty big. Let me check. It's a philosopher. He was a philosopher. Wow. Okay. American philosopher and professor in, uh, at Berkeley. Excellent. So what did he uh, write, Michelle? So it's basically a manifesto on the inherent inability of disembodied machines to mimic higher mental functions, cause an wow. uproar in the artificial intelligence community. Now, okay, that's a lot of words, right? Basically, this man, he was able to say that, well, he gave a critique, basically, that of what we know today as super, supervised learning. So he was able to predict this idea of supervised learning, even back then in 1972. And when he started talking about this, people were like, okay, that's, that's crazy. It, it's impossible. What person deciding which cases are good examples, who is finishing intelligence, it, 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 yeah, it seemed an impossible perspective. And then even his view on neural networks, that that are now dependent on human intelligence and how it mimics the the human brain even then he was able to predict what it is today so when so as you can imagine right in 1972 if you publish something like this it seems it's it seems outrageous even now that we have these things sometimes i sit around and i think about it like well we have these kind of technologies in your networks but i don't know interesting so this guy was obviously a visionary let's check it out the third book that we have identified uh, or that you have identified michelle is called the alignment problem he's a 4.4 on goodreads so very high score written by brian christian non-fictional author quite a recent book it was published in 2020 so what is this book about michelle 
So it's basically an explanation of the alignment problem in AI, from its technical foundations to its philosophical implications. So it discusses the inverse of reinforcement learning and the promise that this approach holds for building AI systems that we can trust. And as the viewers have known, um, at some point we're going to talk about trustability and all of this regarding AI and how we can actually build algorithms that we can trust because they are explainable, right? And we know how they function. That's why it's a pretty it's a pretty important book, I think. Wonderful, and you know, I think we're almost out of time. So we are thanking uh, our listeners, listeners, and uh, we are gonna link these books in the description below. So if you want to uh, purchase it on Amazon or on your favorite library, you can, uh, you're gonna be able to do that. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode.